Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. I love that game. Yeah. I love any semblance of did Russell Wilson say this or did he not say this because you would be surprised at some of the things. Oh, Canty was struggling for the (laughs) – like he went on a three – uh, chat beat GBT in a row and they were all Russell Wilson but I think he felt like eventually I have to be right eventually one of these is going to come through mm-hmm. and it turns out it was the wrong one it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN radio you just heard Canty and Carlin uh, as well as the ESPN app and Sirius XM channel 80 this is Andre Snellings this is Randy Scott in for the guys we're presented by Progressive Insurance I'm at Randy Scott ESPN on Twitter he is at Professor Doctor that's D-R-Z at Professor Doctor Z you can join the conversation on the CC call in line 888-SAY-ESPN that's 888-SAY-ESPN in honor of the fact that every monitor in this room right now, Andre, is set to the Little League World Series, did you guys already do this as as a call-in thing? We, we did it a couple of days ago, but not as a call-in. It was just the folks in here on the show talking about it, and I was the only person that kept it real. But I'll let you ask the question first. No, you know, it's your, it's your baby. It's okay, your baby. well, so, um, you know, we were sitting here watching the Little League World Series on ESPN, and our producer Shannon comes in and says – hey, you guys are in the batting box, you know, for a game against these 12-year-old Little League uh, World Series pitchers. Could you, first it was, could you get a hit? Then it was, could you get a home run? And, I mean, Shannon, I'm going two for four. Um, I was in here with Aaron Goldhammer. I'm going two for four. Uh, and, and then, of course, producer Eric says, I'm going three for four and I'm going yard. So Book it. I, I was the only one, like, <laughs> I'm probably going 0 for 4 with three strikeouts. Uh, okay. The, people need to keep in mind, it's 45 feet. Yeah. Okay, it's not 60 feet, 6 inches. There, This gets on you in a hurry. And I will also say, though, as a grown man, uh, if you make any contact, it's gone. Yeah. It's leaving. Mm-hmm. Eric, you need to be reminded that it is a fenced-in area. This is not one of these, like, hit it for forever and watch it roll. Home runs, air quotes, that you have. With I, the- I had three Little League home runs in my day, so I know how to get it over the fence. So you're speedy. Oh, oh not, wait, Little League, like, over oh, the fence? Oh, they were runs. over the fence. Oh, okay. Softball, okay. Yeah. different story there, Randy. Okay, yeah. how's bragging camp going? That's cool. Um, <laughs> so you could call in with that if you want. It's Hey, it's Friday Vibes Day, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Freakend Vibes. It's Vibes Day. Friday. So open phones, call in, 888 888- Say ESPN. If you're a long-suffering Washington Commanders fan, uh, you've had a fun offseason, right? Daniel Snyder is gone. Perhaps there's a name change coming. We don't know. But you know who your starting quarterback is, and that's where we start. Washington Commanders making official today. Andre, I think what we I think what we'd suspected, it's gonna be Sam Howell's gonna start the season opener. That according to the man who who makes the depth chart, that's Ron Rivera. And it had been a one-sided competition for this thing. He's taken several reps with the starters. Sal has. Uh, Sal. <laughs> Sam Howell. <laughs> drafted in the fifth round uh, in 2022. Jacoby Brissett took his place for a handful of snaps in the preseason opener. But it is going to be QB1 in week one, Sam Howell out of UNC. Yeah, I mean, I think we had to expect that that was coming, right? Jacoby Brissett, uh, he's a known quantity at this point. 
It would not be shocking if before the season is over, he gets a chance at the QB1 spot. But coming into the season, Sam Howell, the young guy, they were going to give him the baton and see what he can do with it. And at least they made it official, unlike uh, what's going on in Tampa Bay right now. (laughs) There are other teams who would hope to have this sort of problem. Like, okay, if you're Washington, the main concern is what? He's got one NFL start, didn't Mm -hmm. even throw for 170 yards in that one, but it was a win. He's balled out a little bit in camp, mm-hmm. and I like the weaponry down there. Yeah. I do. I like Jahan Dotson a lot. Terry McLaurin's bona fides are out there. Yeah. I feel like the ground game's somewhat decent with Antonio Gibson. I There are pieces in place. The problem is you're in a stacked NFC East. For now, though, we know it's Sam Howell. Here's Howell on his comfort level heading into the season. Yeah, I mean, I just think I'm so much more comfortable than I was, especially last year. You know, I have kind of, I have a year under my belt. I didn't play the whole year, um, but just being here that year and learning so much, I feel like I've learned so much from a mental, from a mental standpoint, and I feel really comfortable going into this year. Well, he should be. Yeah. Right. And, and, and listen, fake it till you make it, I suppose. <laughs> but as a leader in that locker room and in that division. Where the Giants were a playoff team, Dallas thinks of itself as a Super Bowl contender. Philly actually is and was. Yeah, I mean it's all it, it's it's hard not to say that Washington's just trying to get itself out of last place. Yeah, I mean I feel like Washington kind of has a unique honeymoon situation right now. Normally you have to win a championship to get this kind of the fans will forgive you honeymoon, but. In Washington, because Daniel Snyder's gone, and that's such a feel-good moment, I think most of the fans are maybe willing to say, we don't know if we're ready to compete just yet. So let's see the young guy, see Mm -hmm. if he can ball. If so, great. If not, then we'll we'll know going into this quarterback-heavy draft next year. But I don't think he has the kind of pressure that I got to come in and if we're not successful, if we don't win 10 games, then it's going to be an abject failure because I just don't see anybody that would have those expectations. It was a pick number 145. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, Washington has found quarterback success. Okay, yeah. They took RG three in the same draft. They took Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. and who had who had a longer run there in Washington? Yep, and it's still running things now with yeah. a really high salary. So, but I just think, you know it stands to reason, both yeah. logically and otherwise. Like if you are drafted later, you have less pressure on you. Yeah. Now the pressure gets ramped up. QB one in that city. I mean, that is, mm-hmm. I would I would put the Commanders even through all the name changes and the ownership and everything else. Like that is the team that people in the DMV care about the most. Definitely. You know. Definitely. And I mean. I guess you could say there's pressure in the sense that he would not have been expected at pick 145 to be the starting quarterback anytime soon. So since he actually has this runway, mm-hmm. this is his one shot to run with it. If, if, if this doesn't work, he maybe never gets this chance again. So there is some inherent pressure there. But I'm just thinking more of the organization as a whole. I don't think the fan base is, is, is screaming for Super Bowl or bust if, if Howell's your quarterback. They love they love a Super Bowl. Oh, they listen, would love it. But, but. When, you're, when, you're drafted, when you're drafted and the quarterbacks on the depth chart are Carson Wentz, and Taylor Heideke, yeah. it doesn't really matter. If you've survived training camp as yeah. a low draft pick, you got a shot, <laughs> yeah. right? If you're looking around that quarterback room, and for all the flack, we said this yesterday, we talked about the Cleveland Browns, and we'll get into their performance at you know the preseason last night, but for all the, the, the flack that the Browns get for having that one fan jersey, right, you know, with mm-hmm. all the quarterback names on yeah. it, going all the way back to, like, I don't know, Bernie Kosar, like, yeah. however far back it goes. Washington would have a pretty embarrassing jersey in its own right. I don't even know where you would – you go back to, like, Brad Johnson? Like yeah. the, the last quarterback to start 16 games for them was Kirk Cousins 
I guess Jason Campbell did it in 2008. But these names, man, Josh Johnson, Colt McCoy, Mark Sanchez started <laughs> the game for this team in the last five years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Kirk Cousins was actually good for, for, for Washington. Like, mm-hmm. he was a, a solid starting quarterback. He was uh, he st- They started franchising him, and he started um, – kind of stacking money that way. He was a great fantasy football quarterback. <laughs> and you know, yeah, yeah. and even though he's never, you know, he always had the reputation of the bright lights. He was still solid. So I don't think they have quite the maybe drought desert that we've seen in Cleveland since they moved, since they restarted the franchise essentially. They haven't had a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, still even with that Hal doesn't have the highest bar to clear to potentially be one of the better starters they've had in a while if he's able to play. Best starting quarterback in the NFC East. Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. best team in the NFC East at least a year ago, Jalen Hurts. Now, Bill Barnwell was on Greeny this morning, and he's talking about a team that represented the NFC in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl a year ago, and a team a lot of people are having a hard time trying to you know, trip up in, in what is a weaker conference relative to the AFC. But Barnwell just threw a bunch of salt where there should have been <laughs> sugar on these Eagles. This is Barnwell from his show's podcast talking about what limitations one side of the football will bring to Philadelphia. They lost five starters on the defensive side of the ball, both starting linebackers, both starting safeties, and Javon Hargrave, their best interior pass rusher. I know everyone loves what they've seen from Jalen Carter so far in the preseason. think he's going to be a great player for them, but I just think they're going to be weaker on the interior. This guy's going to have to adjust for that as the year goes along. So another team in the Eagles who were very healthy last season, they're going to have to keep that up because they aren't as deep as they were a year ago now that they're paying Jalen Hurts more than $50 million a year. Okay, that's going to come, right? If you pay your quarterback that much. And again, I want to clarify, that's on Greeny. That was not from Bill's podcast. I have to believe it's going to be a topic on his podcast. He's talking about the Eagles not even repeating as division champions, Andre. Yeah, so here's the thing. The line between not repeating as division champions and not contending in the NFC could be relatively small if the Cowboys are as good as they think they'll be every year and they haven't been in a while. But if if they're a 12-13 win team in Dallas, then the Eagles could win 12 games and, and still not win the division. So I don't know that that is the indictment that it could be, um, but it, it does surprise me because they're, they were such a young team and they had such – depth and talent on defense that even though they did lose as he said you know what five starters from their defense they had so much behind them and they keep drafting all of the Georgia defensive players the the, the, the Georgia defense they're yeah. setting records in college yeah just it's a pipeline from there to the Eagles and so I I just don't see them stepping back on defense unless I mean I, McPherson just uh, got hurt uh, uh, in, in practice the other day. So if they have injuries from here, then maybe you never know what'll happen. But for the whole, with what we know right now, I I, I have a hard time not seeing them right in it. Yeah, I, I mean likewise. But I will say like, is this a vote? And I, I would we could ask Bill or we could just get reckless with it. Like, is this a vote? Because somebody has to win the division. Yeah. So if it's, if not the Eagles, then whom? And it yeah. sounds like Dallas. But I, fool me once, fool me twice, fool me for <laughs> fool me for twenty seven years here. You know, like how at what point are you willing you know to buy into a team where now we've got a guy calling plays? And we said this too. If, if Mike McCarthy was the answer with offensive play calling, they would have made this move a year ago, two yeah. years ago. 
You know, we wouldn't have had the Kellen Moore experience if Mike McCarthy was the fix. So maybe if Mike McCarthy play caller mm-hmm. is your answer, then maybe you need to rethink the question. Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing. You know, right, Stephen A. has had fun with the Cowboys for like a decade plus. By, by All he has to do is say, eh, they're going to mess up. And they always do. <laughs> but, you know, um, I was on here the other day with Herm Edwards, and he made the point that, you know, you, you got to just keep putting it in play. If you keep putting it in play, eventually yeah. you're going to get over that hump. And the Cowboys are talented. They're talented on both sides of the ball. You know, not, not they didn't just change the play caller. They brought in Brandon Cooks on the outside opposite CeeDee Lamb. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tony Pollard, if, if, he, if he's healthy, he looked really good last year. And, and Dak Prescott, you have to feel like he's going to bounce back. Um, you have to hope he will. He won't lead the league in interceptions again. And so – you put all these things together, they should be a team that is formidable. You know, they should be a formidable squad. Now, whether they'll have the magic this year to get over that last little bit to instead of an 11-win team, they become a 13-win team, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I feel like they're in the mix, and it's fair to suggest that, that they could win it. Okay, so the question then becomes how big is the gap, right? Yeah. How, how big is the gap between the Eagles and the Cowboys? I'm gonna, we're going to play something here from Dak Prescott, okay. and I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I don't like hearing <laughs> this. Here's what Dak Prescott had to say about his team standing in the division. It's exciting knowing that that where we are um, in that last practice is that's what you get. I can't say in my in, in my eight years that we've had that, but as that's credit to as I said, everything that we've really put into this into this team and to both units, feeling like um, nobody's a little brother. Uh, and as I told the offense the other day, I grew up being a little brother, and that's not happening anymore. Man, what? You what? You are the you are the quarterback of the Dallas. Cowboys. The word little brother should not exist in reference to your own self, your own franchise, any of that stuff. We're not anybody's. When were they ever anybody's little brother? Yeah, all I could hear is Pedro Martinez. The Yankees are my daddy. Like that, <laughs> that, that, that just that. That's what that felt like. I guess when it comes to interviews, maybe Dak is the anti uh, Russell Wilson. Like they just did the whole thing where you can generate his positive, grandiose quotes with oh. Chat GBT. Well, Dak would be the opposite of that, you know, but I'll say this. He always seems like what he's saying is honest and this is what he's thinking. He's not coming from quarterback quote school. He he, he didn't write down that this is what I'm supposed to say to be the leader Mm -hmm. It is, you know, I guess he's saying this is. How I, you know, how we thought it, how we've had to think about it. We've been losing, so that makes us the little brother, and we have to prove that we're not that anymore. I wouldn't like to hear it if I was a Cowboys fan, but at least that man's speaking from his heart. All right, you know who's the little brother? <laughs> Who that is? Washington. Uh, <laughs> like New York. Like the Giants, the Commanders. They yeah. are low. So, so, well, hey, Dak's giving us this topic, giving us this question. Are the Cowboys closer to the Eagles, or are they closer to the Giants and the Commanders? I think they're closer to the Eagles because they are they are right there and have been right there. Last year, you know, I, I do a lot of work with with uh, betting. The Cowboys were the favorite all season, even when the Eagles got off to that undefeated start. The Cowboys were still okay. Well, you know, once Dak gets fully healthy and and, and they're playing well, they're going to catch them. And so they didn't catch the Eagles, but they were. A, a double digit t- t- double digit win team. Ah, say that five times fast. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and so I think that coming in this year, they can honestly have the expectation that 
we're not the little brothers. We're, we're the big brothers, and the little brother Eagles stole one last year, and we're going to get oh. it back this year. All right. I, I think that's what their men's mindset should be. Call the Yankees my daddies. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Tip your hat and call. Yes. And you and I all know there are Yankee fans and Cowboys fans, right? The same oh, person. Yeah. It's a fan of both of those teams. Oh, yeah. And his name is LeBron James. No. Um, <laughs> that is. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> that, is, that is exactly the case. I, I look at Dallas, and I see a ton of talent. And I just see underperforming. Yeah. Under achieving i've looked at washington i'm from down there from the uh uh, virginia side easy for me to say and you just never had the the horses you never Mm -hmm. did giants as well i mean i still don't know who threw who daniel jones threw to uh a a year ago like dallas has always had the talent the pieces i mean star-studded coaching staffs and that's been what's so frustrating for their fans i and Mm -hmm. their owner i get it the underperformance I, I, what level of confidence do we have that they put it together this year? I, I don't, I don't know that it's there. I feel like Philadelphia maximizes what they have. Yeah. And Dallas continues to not. So whether that makes you a little brother or not, or just maybe like, Maybe like the older, talented brother who still lives at home. You know? Like the one. Like, <laughs> the failure to launch. Like, yeah. Like, the, yeah. like when I, I remember when I moved back. I, I thought I'd graduate early, save mm-hmm. a little money on tuition, get a head. I was like, all these suckers are still in school. I'm going to get a job out in the TV market. I'm on tvjobs.com, mm-hmm. paying my membership, trying to get it, sending out VHS tapes. I slept on my little brother's floor for six months. Yeah. He was 12. He was six years <laughs> young. No, he's 16. Six years younger than me. Like, maybe I, maybe maybe the Cowboys are me, you yeah. know? Just the <laughs> underachieving older brother. You know, but you eventually did launch. You know, that that's the question is, yeah. will the Cowboys be able to launch? Because you're right, the, the, their talent level is closer to the Eagles than it is to the Giants and, and the Commanders. I don't think there's any question about that. Okay. And I think that they will win some games. I, I think the question for them is, will they be in the championship hunt at the end? Mm-hmm. I could see them winning the division a lot easier than I could say they'll represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. And those are two different questions. I think the Cowboys fans want to hear the latter, but I think they could at least aim for the former. You high on Brandon Cooks this year? He's a guy who he's got four 1,000, rather, he has a 1,000 yard receiving season for four different teams. Right. I mean, he has game, will travel. Yeah, he, he, he does what he does. If he's healthy, you know what to expect from him. C.D. Lamb looks like that dude. They should, on paper, you could go from top to bottom and say that at every position. They should be really good. So, I guess we'll see. He didn't get 2,000 last year, but he still averaged better than 12 yards of reception. That's what like Davis Mills throwing to him. So, yeah. And maybe C.D. draws more you know, double coverage. Maybe Brandon mm-hmm. Cooks gets to actually uh, Cook. We'll see. Speaking of scheming him up right offensively, Mike McDaniel expects Tua Tungavailoa to play in the preseason. The question is, given his history, should he play during the preseason? It's Randy Scott, Andre Snelling's in for the guys. Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We're going to get into all that after Andre has this word from FanDuel. Football season is about to kick off and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. So visit FanDuel.com slash play and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash play. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Freaking vibes. Friday Vibes Day. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. He is Andre Snellings. I'm Randy Scott. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Join us on the uh, CC call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And joining us there now is the man, the myth, the legend, our ESPN NFL reporter, Jeff Darlington. Uh, I don't know, Darlington, if you're, yeah. if, you're at a, if you're at a training camp in parts unknown, if you're just down in sunny South Florida. But I do no, want to... I'm just, just, just down here, just at happy hour, you know. Attaboy. Just <laughs> what, no, I'm kidding, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> He's at some, like, beach-themed, you know, Tuca... <laughs> You know, like uh, so Stepped out of the elbow room on A one A here in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> take this call. That off Las Olas. Uh, let's 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 start Dolphins though. In all seriousness, because we've seen yeah. pa- Patrick Mahomes played in, in Week One of the preseason. He'll play again uh, this weekend. And Tua, I guess the plan is the same. Mike McDaniel saying he's going to roll his his QB one out there in the preseason. Preseason for a guy who missed so much of the regular season last year, Jeff. Should Tua play in these uh, tune up games for the Fish? Well, I don't think that they're viewing it from that prism like we have to make sure he doesn't get concussed in the preseason. I mean, I, I kind of chuckled that from the standpoint, like, you know, if that's, your, if that's your perspective as an organization, then you probably shouldn't be on the field at all. They're, 
mindset is let's just get him some live reps. Uh, he's had a really good training camp. He's in Houston uh, in joint practices. So I, I would say the questions for whether you play Tua this preseason are the very same that every organization is asking. No different just because Tua suffered those concussions last season. So, Jeff, uh, I'm a Bengals fan, so I look at everything in the NFL world through that lens. So, <laughs> yeah. as a Bengals fan, <laughs> it has been after a lot of not-so-good ones. Yeah. But, as a Bengals fan, how nervous should I be about the Ravens signing Jadavion Clowney and what he brings to the table? I mean, I think it's very helpful for a team that um, lost Calais Campbell this offseason in free agency. Uh, they need some veteran pass rush. You know, the question, of course, is what Jadavian Clowney, the Ravens, are going to get. Uh, two years ago, he played really well in Cleveland. Last year, not as not as well. So, um, I, you know, I don't think that you should have as much fear as you would have had five years ago. But it's a nice pickup for the Ravens, for a team that kind of was looking for that veteran presence uh, in the pass rush game. But, but I don't necessarily know that this one's going to move the needle in terms of uh, – really changing the outlook of the Ravens defense. We're talking with Jeff Jarlington, our ESPN NFL reporter. We got news, you know, close to Baltimore. They're uh, just south on 95. Sam Howell, I, you know, yeah. not, not a surprise, but he's going to be QB1 at least in week one uh, there in Washington. What are they liking about this young man? I mean, he's a fifth-round pick, and they're turning I over know. the franchise. It's funny. It's weird to say. Um, it's funny that... Uh, I, I was wondering what's taken. So it, this is weird because I think for most casual fans, they're like, wait, Sam Howell is a starting quarterback for Washington? Or they're saying, who is Sam Howell? <laughs> or, yeah. or a number of other questions that, that they probably have. Uh, if you followed, though, closely, uh, if you're a Washington fan, for instance, you know that they've been really high on him all offseason to the point where, like you said, not a surprise that Howell is going to be the starting quarterback week one um they like him so much they didn't feel the need to draft a guy they didn't uh they signed jacoby Brissett as their real sole uh competition for howell and, and never really intended it for b to be a competition so you know they're riding high on him i'm very curious to see how this plays out uh i i, I personally don't I, I i've never seen it um last year i think he was pretty effective is he a f- clear franchise quarterback? That's, I think, what this year will determine. All right. So we just had a conversation about Dak Prescott's comments that uh, he's no longer thinking as a little brother. Now, whether he meant little brother offense to the Cowboys defense or to the rest of his division. Either way, as a Cowboys fan, that does not mm-hmm. inspire confidence. Where do you see the Cowboys at this point moving into the season? Should they be considered closer to the Eagles at the top or closer to the Giants and the the Commanders in chase? Oh, good question. I mean, it's almost like right in the middle, right? It's sort of the way I think of that division. Uh, I I think personally the Cowboys are going to are are losing. To me, I'm. So I should qualify this. I'm a Prescott guy. I think that he is a very effective franchise quarterback who is capable of being a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Uh, So if you disagree with that, we're probably just not going to see eye to eye on this. But I tend to think that this team goes as Mike McCarthy goes. Um, And that comes from a time management standpoint. Now that Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, is not there, it comes from a play-calling standpoint. So there's a lot to me riding 
on Mike McCarthy this season, much more, I would say, than Dak Prescott himself. I think if Mike McCarthy was the answer at play caller, we would have seen this before this season. Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a Dak believer as well. We'll see, see what uh, he can do with these new weapons. Jeff, we appreciate the time, man. Go enjoy the elbow room yeah, on A1A. Back in, the, back in the elbow room. How'd I do? No swearing? I was fine? <laughs> no swearing, man. You made I made it through. I was going through the Twitter feed, though. He's at Jeff Darlington on, uh, on Twitter, and I was going through it, or on X, well, whatever. But I'm going through it, and I'm like, man, he is patting himself on the back. For spinning, like he's you are retweeting oh, compliments, dude, really, and tagging Riddick. You're tagging Lewis Riddick in it to make sure well, he sees yeah, it. That was because that was just to, for Lewis Riddick to see. Because Riddick says nobody likes when I spin things, and I disagree. I think the world loves it. Okay, maybe I take it too far. Maybe I love it more than the world, but the world does in fact love it. All right, you are going to use that right there to dovetail into our next NBA topic. Jeff, we'll let you go, man. We appreciate it, but thank All you. Right, you because I don't know if anybody appreciates what what James Harden does more than James Harden. Uh, James Harden is to James Harden's skill set what Jeff Darlington is to Jeff Darlington's ability to spin things on his finger. We're going to dive into the relationship between James Harden and the 76ers. Is it really beyond repair? It's Andre Snelling's Randy Scott. And for the guys, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. 
Daryl Norrie is a liar. This battle has been going on largely behind the scenes all summer, really from the day that James Harden picked up his player option on this season instead of declining. James Harden is the NBA equivalent of a guy who's on the verge of his fourth marriage. And I don't think he should be blaming Maury. I think he should be blaming himself. This is not 2018. I don't think teams are clamoring for James Harden the way they were four or five years ago. Oh, it's Canty and Carlin. Friday Vibes Day, Andre. <laughs> we get loose on a Friday. That's Andre Snellings. I'm Randy Scott. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. He's at Professor Dr. Z on Twitter. I'm at Randy Scott, ESPN on Twitter. CC call in line 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. This is the question of the day. In addition to whether or not you could hit a home run, off of a Little League pitcher uh, at the Little League World Series. No, which NFL division winner is least likely to repeat this season? We'll run through the list a little bit later. We can run through it. We'll run through a list later in the show, but pick the one that is least likely to do it again. Uh, you could also call in with your James Harden takes because we just heard that, Andre, coming in. And I, I couldn't remember where that sound was from, where he's on the mic, live audience, James Harden is, and he says, Daryl Morey, the GM of the Sixers is a liar, yeah. and I'll never be a part of any organization that he's a part of. That was in China at like an Adidas camp. Yes, was like unprompted. Like, yes. you know, yeah. it was just like, yeah, bring the mic over here. Like, yeah, he's a liar. Like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if there was a question. Right, it was just know? sort of like, I've got something to say. Yep, yep. Do get, we get have a mic? Chest. Uh, so days after that is back here stateside. James Harden is. Uh, it was uh, KHOU 11 reporter Jason Bristol. Um, this was on Thursday, and they're in a field. They're, the video is out there on social media. They're on like a high school football field or something. And uh, But he catches up with, with the beard, and yeah, I'll talk. And there's a little back and forth about the relationship, Harden's relationship right now with the Sixers. Listen to this. Do you have an open line of communication with with the 76ers and how much patience do you need to have to let this play out? I'm just I'm I've been patient all summer so for me it's just uh focus on what I can control and that's you know working out staying in shape and uh, getting ready for a good season. Too late to repair the relationship? Uh I think so. Sounds like it. You know? Sounds yeah. like it. I don't think you're going to call somebody out at a basketball camp halfway around the world if it's not beyond uh some level of repair. Is it weird that I can empathize with Harden a little bit? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, so I'm the type that I always have some sympathy for the player in player and front office confrontations because typically the power dynamic, it does not work in the player's favor. But like Myron Metcalf said in the, the, the open, like this kind of feels like Harden is on his fourth ma- marriage. Like, and he's left scorched earth, burnt rubble at every stop for like the last three years. And and so for him to be going through this and with Daryl Morey of all like front office people, you know, Morey was the GM that brought Harden to Houston and built everything around him for most of his career and that was so determined to trade for Harden in Philadelphia that I literally saw the man walking around with the T-shirt with James Harden's picture on it in public. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's it's... It seems odd that their relationship has gotten to the point where it just can't be repaired still months and months before the season actually begins. Um, that, that that just seems odd to me. 
It, it is odd. Now, if if what we are led to believe actually happened, mm-hmm. that there was some level of a handshake agreement between James Harden and Daryl Morey, and it's it's about money. Yeah. But, you know, I, I wonder sometimes, because the relationship, as you said, goes back to the fall of 2012, mm-hmm. when Morey was there in Houston in a decision-making capacity and brought Harden from being the sixth man. Coming off the bench. Right, in OKC, and, and helped make Harden into the star that he is. Yeah. Okay. How much money would it take to burn that bridge? Yeah. I mean, particularly given the circumstances, because, you know, so we can never really know what, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod agreement went on behind the scenes. But if there was, if we go with the rumors and the thought that, okay, last year Harden um, opted out of of uh, a bigger payday to yeah. take a pay cut so that the, the team could build a contender. Mm-hmm. And then this year he opted into his contract instead of free agency so that he could be traded to a, uh, a contender of his choice. The thing is, is it's a two-way street, right? Like Harden, he did take that pay cut last year. You can't take anything away from him with that. But this year... Was there any teams clamoring to give him the max that he could have won a championship with? You know, like, were, were teams clamoring to give him the max at all? And yeah. if so, yeah. could he have gone there and won? And did he choose to opt in because he was trying to be altruistic to the 76ers? Or was it because he thought he could have his cake and eat it too? But teams were like, yeah, we saw you score seven points or nine points or whatever that was in game seven. And we're not really feeling you like that. And if so, is that Daryl Morey's fault? Or, you know, or at least to the point where we have to publicly uh, uh, be on site, no matter where you are. Yeah. If somebody puts a mic in your face, I hate that dude. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know if we really need to be there yet. It was a $15 million pay cut. Yeah. And it, we are led to believe from James Harden's people, n- not yet from James Harden himself, but from someone close or someone knowledge of the situation, the idea is that James Harden took this $15 million pay cut returned to the Sixers on a two-year deal, and there was a handshake agreement that mm-hmm. he would be made whole mm-hmm. for that 15 mil plus however other yeah. much mil it was. Maybe it was the the idea that they would trade him to a contender, the idea that, hey, I've, I'm doing this for you. And you know, then James Harden goes in and, I mean, they won a couple games in Boston yeah. because of James Harden. They did. Like, lit, literal game-winning shots. So I do empathize with him to a certain extent. I do wonder, though, like you said, a guy who's on his fourth marriage, like mm-hmm. at some point you have to start turning the mirror on yourself a little bit instead of facing it outward. I wonder about the money. I wonder what the exact agreement was. And I just you don't see this level of front office, frontline star, partnership, friendship, fandom. Like you said, wearing, a, mm-hmm. wearing the man's T-shirt. Like you don't see it often, and it sounds like this bridge has been torched. Yeah, but it's interesting, though, because – if there's a playbook for how to get myself traded, Harden has to be kind of the expert. Oh, yeah. And you have to kind of respect how he switches it up. Okay. Like, he 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 went from the fat suit in Houston yeah. to now he's saying, no, I'm working out, but, yeah. you know, I'm not going to do it anymore. It's fascinating to watch. Hey, rookie quarterback starting right away. Good idea? Bad idea? That's next. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.